Faster than a speeding bullet. More powerful than a locomotive. Hello, Gotham. Joker's back in town. I'm not wearing hockey pants. And now you're listening to the new and improved Outside the Comics Volume 2 podcast with your host, Alfred. No! What is going on, OTC listeners? Another episode of Outside the Comics Volume 2 podcast is seeing your life today. We are back on episode 97. We are on the 9-7, my friends. Just three more until episode 100. And not only are we three more until episode 100, we're also a few subscribers more to 100 followers on Spotify. So that is fucking awesome. The fact that those who have followed me and those who continue to listen to me has been there with me, ride and die since episode one, and I humbly, humbly appreciate it. So the best way for us to surpass the plethora of episode 100 and follower being number 100, you know how to do it. Continue to share with your friends, share with your battle buddies, share with your cats, your dogs, your family, whichever the case may be, my friends. So that way they can follow, subscribe, share, do whatever they can. Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean, Google Podcasts, or Google Player, whatever people say nowadays. These are exciting times, my friend. These are exciting times. I came here thinking to myself, what is the best way for me to try to maybe uphold the standards or even rise the bar so much higher? And a part of me is thinking to myself, yes, I understand it's safe or it's very convenient or it's natural for me to do the same thing over and over but I mean it I want to grow I want to expand I want to do the thing that makes other people go you know what this kid got some taste and for one thing one of my main changes as I said many times before I have rebranded myself not the podcast but I've rebranded myself so instead of Mike Garcia VO I am now known, well, my brand will be now known as Voice of Garcia. And considering, I understand you may think it's lame or you think it's cool, which, you know, I'm happy for. But I basically put out a a bat signal, a voice signal up in the sky. And I spoke to my friends. I'm like, give, give me something. Just give me something. And one of my friends said, you know, how about VO Mike Garcia or how about Mike on Mike or Mike the Mike or whatever the case. And one of them said, why not Voice of Garcia? And you know when something just hits you, it just fucking hits you. And I'm thinking to myself, holy shit, there it is. That's that's me. Because throughout my entire life, I've always been known as Garcia. So Voice of Garcia It's fucking perfect. I'm already in development of my website, voiceofgarcia.com. I already have a Gmail now. I've already cleaned the domain. So if you were thinking about stealing it, you can't because I've already cleaned the domain. And we are booming. We are fucking booming. But enough about me. Let's get to this here podcast. Today is going to be another just talking stuff. But this time, I want it to be a little bit more specific. Let's talk Batman. As you know, I am a Batman diehard fucking fan. And today on this episode, it's going to feature a few news about Batman and maybe a couple about 
you know, what's going on with Marvel. For one thing, I've heard that Batman the Animated Series may come back with a sequel. Like, maybe returning with a sequel. And I'm thinking to myself, huh, how do I feel about that? Let's talk about that and more. And of course, Black Widow, once again, being delayed, possibly being delayed. I mean, do we really care anymore? Do we really give a shit? I have no idea. And a little squeeze in, we got our Batgirl for Titans Season 3. And I still have no idea who she is. All that plus our superhero quote of the day. But first, like we always do about this time, let's get the shoutouts out of the way, shall we? And by God, do I have an awesome shoutout for you. Now, as you may know, I am a huge UFC slash MMA slash Bellator fan. Fan. So this Saturday on pay-per-view, live from Abu Dhabi, only on pay-per-view, yes, I've said it many times before, you got the return of the notorious Conor McGregor. He is going to put an ass whooping on Dustin the Diamond Poirier, or is it Dustin Diamond Poirier that's going to put an ass whooping on him? We don't fucking know. We got to tune in. Yes, it's a little bit higher. The price is a little bit higher because of Disney and Dana McScrooge McDuck White. $70 plus a paywall of $5 on ESPN+. But you know what? I'm not mad at that. Because now I'm being a little bit more selective in terms of what pay-per-views that I actually want to buy this year. So this will probably be one of the main pay-per-views that I will buy maybe for the next few months. Regardless, regardless... Conor McGregor is back, my friends. Guess who's back? Back again. He is back on pay-per-view with Diamond Dustin Poirier. And your co-main event, you got Michael Chandler, Iron Michael Chandler, the guy from Bellator making his UFC debut against Dan the Dan Man Hooker. The Hangman. The Dan Man. The, the, the Dan Hangman. You know what I'm saying? I don't know what the hell know what I'm saying, but don't worry about it. Michael Chandler against Dan Man Hooker. You know it. That is the co-main event. And of course, you got a bunch of your other favorites. You got Amanda Rebus, and you got all these other fighters going on and delivering a hell of a kicking ass performance. That's all goes down this Saturday night. UFC 257 live on pay-per-view from Abu Dhabi, 10 p.m. Eastern Time, you will not be disappointed. That's all we have for the shoutouts. Let's dive into our Just Talking Batman. That starts right in a bit. I know some people have always been up in arms when it comes to nostalgia type stories or nostalgia type products that it was timeless and awesome and pretty much in its own category back in the day. Let's look at Warner Brothers for example. We can look at the Animaniacs. When Hulu was giving out the trailer and they were doing the parody of Jurassic Park and the trailer for the Animaniacs was underway 
a lot of people were very excited for it. And I, on the other hand, was like, hmm, this can only go one way. It could be really, really good, really, really great, or just downright down under in the epitome into the far essence of the abyss where no one can ever see it ever truly again. And what I mean by that is this. You bring back something, and if it doesn't have the same essence as it used to have, it doesn't have the same feel, it doesn't have the same style, or the same... It's... I know I'm going out a little bit on a rant here, but... Imagine watching a show from the early 90s, you were a little boy or a little girl, and you just loved everything about that show. Then they bring it back... And for some odd reason, the components are not there. Maybe different animators, or maybe different voice actors, or maybe like a different style. Like instead of actually using, because back then, I'm sure when it comes to any animation, they used hand paper drawn things and whatever they did. And now everything is more technology based. Now everything can use 3D graphics or color correction or fluidity in terms of graphic designing, you know, things like that. So I'm pretty much bringing all of this up because that's one of my main fears with the Batman the Animated Series returning. You see, back then, with Batman the Animated Series and the new adventures of Batman the Animated Series, because there's two of them, there are two seasons, it came to the point where those things were awesome. They were classic and timeless at that time and then you bring it back you can't help but feel a little bit in in fear of it you know what I mean but just like Kevin Smith said you have to have the key components here first of all you need the co-creator Bruce Tim. if he's involved in any Batman project then you know it's going to be gold you fucking know it's going to be fucking gold And if that's the case, I'm all bored, all for it. Yes, the animation style may be a little bit different to the point that maybe it could be, in a way, slightly resemble to the animation we have currently, but I'm not mad at that. Because as long as Bruce Timm is involved, the engineer, the person behind the scenes of Batman the Animated Series, you got me sold right away. So that's one key component. The second key component is you need the original voice actors. Kevin Conroy, God bless his soul. Still alive and well. You got Harley Quinn, played by Tara Strong. And you got Mark Hamill, by the Joker. All of them are still doing the damn thing. Still 100% into everything they do. They know these characters well. They've played these characters for over 20 fucking years. So they know them like I know the back of my hand, which is not really so much of an analogy, but you kind of get my point. All those key components has to be there. Number three, you need to have much more of a consistent storyline. Back then, although the show was good, the episodes were not really episodic. Does that make sense? There was no continuation from one episode to another unless for a few key episodes that where at the ending it says to be continued or to be determined. Or to be announced, stay tuned next week or next month. You know what I mean? So, here's another great analogy that I can have. Do you remember Samurai Jack? 
Of course you do. Everyone loves Samurai Jack. And for those who don't, you're a hater. Whatever. Samurai Jack back then, again, timeless, classic, fucking awesome, with Phil Lamar and all the great work that went behind the scenes. Samurai Jack was the epitome of awesome television, especially with Adult Swim picking it up as of currently, which was a couple years ago. But then back then, none of the episodes were very episodic. They were all random. They were all random episodes. And it wasn't until this final season, which took place around two to three years ago, where everything finally came to a close. Now, I do admit the last episode was a little bit all over the place, like it felt rushed. And I think a lot of it has to do with, you know, creative decisions behind the scenes and maybe the lack of budget or maybe the fact that Adult Swim or whoever the executive producer was at that time can only give them a window of fulfilling 10 episodes and could not give them the means or the finances to actually make more episodes. But the point I'm trying to make is this. When they brought back Samurai Jack, it was clear, it was crisp, it was episodic, it was it was awesome, it was all these fucking words that I'm saying. It was the point that it left cliffhangers and you wanted to see more. You wanted to see more in terms of what they can do in the next episode because it was building to something. It was building to the epic finale. It was building to the conclusion of the entire series. So I'm wondering if that's what they're going to do the same thing with Batman the Animated Series. Because last time, as I said, in the early 90s, it was random. And unless you actually bought the comic book version of it, the actual book itself, where the storylines actually continued within those pages, you rarely got to see where they were going with, if that makes any sense. You rarely get to see what they were building towards unless you actually read the comic book itself as a version. So if they're coming up with the animated series, if they're coming up with the sequel, they're coming back up with what they want to do with the key components, Bruce, Tim, and the others, with everything, the animation, the directors, the writers, great writers, with everything that they need to make a show spectacular, you can do wonders with this show. You can do wonders, especially since now we know the knowledge of Batman in general through the media, through the games, through the movies, through the television shows, through everything that we've seen up till now. You can make fireworks with this show. And since it's going to be on HBO Max, they're going to provide whatever funding they need in order for this show to be all the way up to the very top. And not make it seem where it's just ongoing and ongoing and, okay, what is the payoff? Because I'm sure if they are going to make this show episodic and they're going to make a conclusion, they have to have some kind of way to end it completely in a great positive note. So as a Batman fan, I'm excited as shit. And I've already put a little bit of a feed on OTC Fanatics and even on Twitter Many people were supportive of it. So many people were supportive of it. Especially when you have the original voice actors. The people that pretty much inspired me to do voiceover as it is. Kevin Conroy, Tara Strong, Mark Hamill, and so many great others. God damn, you can't get better than that. So if Batman the Animated Series is returning, 
I am all for it. I am all for it. Now, the second piece of news that we have in relation to Batman, by the way, uh, just a side note, the Critical Drinker actually posted a video on Batwoman, the second season for episode one. And I saw, I didn't hear what he said, but I lowered the volume down and I just saw bits and pieces of what the episode is. Considering that I'm a Batman fan, here's the thing. Remember when I said before that I thought many times on rebranding this podcast as a Batman Spider-Man podcast? But I'm trying to steer away from that because there's only so much information that you can do with that. And I would be limiting myself so much more than what I'm doing now. And I don't want to do that. It's outside the comics. Anything involving comic book related stories and stuff and superheroes and whichever the case may be. That's what I love. That is my passion. That's what I do. But with me being a huge Batman fan, I feel that I have to owe it to myself to at least give Batwoman a chance. And I know I've said it over and over and one thing led to another and I just haven't gotten to doing it. But considering the negative reactions that that show has, I at least want to give it a shot and maybe review it hopefully within the next couple of weeks if I have the time considering that I'm working so much more now. I rarely have time for myself to watch these episodes. But we'll see. We'll see what happens. Just wanted to throw in that plug in there. Batgirl. We have our Batgirl for Titans Season 3. And her name, which I honestly have never heard of this person. Her name is Savannah Welch. And here is a little uh, little article read from Variety.com. So these are their words. <clears throat> Welch is known for her role in the History Channel military drama 6, in which she played a Marine who suffered an amputation in combat. Her other on-screen performances included the critically acclaimed films Boyhood and Tree of Life. Welch herself is an amputee, losing one of her legs after an accident in 2016. Since then, she has become a spokesperson for the disability community. Now, we've spoken many times before that in order for an actor or an actress to actually get a role perfectly, they would have to not only resonate with the character, but connect with the character in some way, shape, or form. That is the only way for a character to be believable or even to have credibility in the eyes of the audience, in which case it's us. If she's an amputee herself, and we know the story of Barbara Gordon, we know the story of Oracle. She got shot by the Joker, left her spine paralyzed. The bullet hit her spine and basically left her paralyzed. And that's why she became a person on the wheelchair and became known as Oracle. So if we're going to see that, if we're going to see in the new Titans show on HBO Max, then this may be not a perfect casting, but a really damn good one. If this woman can act, because it says here that she's been on many roles before, and the fact that she's an amputee herself means that she can connect very well on how Barbara Gordon feels whenever she is limited to do the things that she wants to do. In this case, fight crime. In this case, be Batgirl. So, although I may not know who she is, or I've never heard of her as well as I've known others, I think this is good. 
I think this is good. And I do believe that maybe she can knock it out of the park very well. If she can capture the essence and the characteristics of Batgirl herself, as the animated series earlier, as we discussed, I'm all for it. And it's only a matter of time before Titan Season 3 comes out. I believe they're coming out sometime either middle or late of this year. Don't quote me on that. I have to re-remember exactly when it's supposed to come out. But if that's the case, then I'll say this. Congratulations, Savannah Welch, for booking the role, for becoming our Barbara Gordon. Well, I don't know about our Barbara Gordon, but becoming Barbara Gordon in the Titan show. Hopefully they do something great and awesome with that show because season two fucking sucked. I know the Red Hood will be making his return. I know that we're going to have more surprises. Hopefully Wonder Girl comes back. We're going to see Blackfire. We're going to see so much shit. And like I said, I'm being hopeful. I'm being optimistic. You can only get burned too many times before you say, ah, you know what, fuck it, fuck it, just fuck it. <laughs> now, another piece of news, now that we steered away from Batman just a bit, we're going to squeeze in a couple of these other things. For one thing, let's go with Marvel. Little side, but apparently the character Dusk is supposed to be, there are rumors that there's going to be a Dusk movie for the Sony cinematic universe I the the spumic the spittoon the the spunk the spunk I don't, I don't know fucking know how do you even pronounce the Sony Pictures universe of Marvel characters or whatever the hell the the fucking saying is I'm thinking to myself when I heard this news are the Sony really like diving through the bottom of the barrel here are they really scraping because a lot of people don't really know who Dusk is a lot of people really don't and I'm just being completely honest here. Basically, who the hell is Dusk? I don't know you're thinking to yourself, well, Garcia, who the hell is Dusk? Why don't you tell us? Well, hang on there, my friends. Hang on, and I will tell you exactly who this mystery-type fucking person is. I have no fucking idea, honestly. <laughs> I'm just being honest. Like, this is probably me being a huge Spider-Man fan. This is basically the first time that I'm ever hearing about someone like Dusk. But a friend of mine basically stated that Dusk is a is a character that symbolizes freedom. Is a character that symbolizes, you know, victory. And it's a shadowy figure where he doesn't have a mouth. He doesn't have eyes. He is just complete in a black suit with web-type wings. And... Spider-Man, at one point, he traveled to a negative zone or something like that. And there were a bunch of people that donned on the costume and then he donned on it as being a leader of a group. I honestly don't know where Sony plans to go with this. I mean, I get it. It's a little bit too soon to talk about a rumored project and some rumored projects are pretty much so out there and so... I would say maybe outside the norm here because nobody would think of actually using a character like this. But if it works, it works. And I can't really say too much about it. So if they're going to come up with a Dusk movie, then all right. If it's Spider-Man related, I'll still see it. I'm a simp for Spider-Man. I don't give a fuck. Anyway, 
Last piece of news. Black Widow possibly being delayed once again. Oh, boy. Holy shit. Where do we even start with this? Okay. We know full well that Mulan was terrible. It was terrible and bombed so hard on Disney+. Plus. At this point, and... I don't speak for everybody. I'm speaking for myself. So please hear me out when I say this. I don't think I would give a shit if they put Black Widow on Disney Plus and you can get a one-time fee paying $40 for 30 days. I I honestly don't think I give a shit. At this point, I just want to see the fucking movie. If we go through another delay again, again, if we go through another delay Again, because of the virus and because of the full well that not all of the movie theaters or the cinematic theaters or whichever the case is even open in the biggest cities, Los Angeles, New York, and others, I know they're not going to make their money back. I fucking get it. But at this point, the more that you delay a movie, the more we're not going to give a shit. It's already been delayed for over a year. It was supposed to come out last year of May, May of 2020. Now you're going to delay it again and if you're what is more important, making your money or satisfying your customers? And I get it, you know the political answer. Well, we have to satisfy our customers, you know. We care about the fans and without you, we are nothing. Eh, bullshit. You're still a company, you're still a corporation. You still want to make that dough. You still want to ensure that you get your money back. And there's nothing wrong with that. Just be fucking honest about it. That's all it is. Just be honest. If you don't want to release Black Widow on Disney Plus because you know that you're not going to get return of investment as much as you want as opposed to the global box offering ticket sales, then by all means, raise the price up. What, Mulan was $30 or something? And I know a lot of people didn't want to pay that price for it, but a lot of people that did see it was like, yo, this shit sucked. So if you want to do the same thing, if you want to increase it to $30 or $40 for Black Widow on Disney+, Plus, I have no problem playing that. And guess what? I don't think other people are going to have a problem paying that either because they are going to find a way to get more people to come in and chip in or whatever the case. And maybe that is your fear. Maybe that is your fear. Maybe you know that a lot of people are actually going to watch it from home and they're going to find ways to chip in, therefore not making enough sales for you of your own pocket But guess what? You're already worth billions of dollars as it is. I mean, I know I'm trying to be a business guy and an entrepreneur with my voiceover career, but give me a break. This is Black Widow we're talking about. This was a movie that was supposed to come out years ago. I don't know. Like I said, I'm just speaking from the heart. I'm just speaking for myself. If they delay it again, then what else can we do? What the fuck can we do? But if you need a solution, just fuck it, 30 bucks. I'll pay it. I, I don't care. I'll pay it. I'll see it. And the shit-eating wild men or, you know, the hardcore fans, that's another term that they're known by, the shit-eating wild men. Got that from, uh, what is the podcast? Just a little plug in there. The co-main event. The co-main event podcast, they refer to hardcore fans as shit-eating wild men. So just want to give a little plug in there. But anyway... 
To the hardcore fans, we're going to pay it. It's Black Widow, Natasha Romanoff, Scarlett Johansson, one of the most beautiful women, sexiest women on the planet. We're going to fucking pay it, and that's all there is to it. That's all we have for today on this episode of Outside the Comics Volume 2 Podcast. Once again, guys, thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for tuning in. As a reminder, we are booming. We are close to 100 episodes and close to 100 followers on Spotify. Let's continue to increase that. Let's continue to make that up as best we can. I want to try to get to 200 by the end of this year, if that's even possible. If that's even possible. That's why I'm going to try to find other changes or other things that I can do that's more entertaining for you and more fun for me to just do the damn thing. Once again, if you have any questions, comments, or concerns, hit me up on, oh, I was about to say OTC, and I was about to say Mike Garcia VO, but that's not what it is anymore. I got to get used to it. Voice of Garcia on Instagram and Twitter. Voice of Garcia. It's simple, it's easy, and it's fucking badass cool in my opinion. And there is our Facebook group, OTC Fanatics. You know how to get a hold. Just sign in and join and I will put you on the map and we will talk or we can talk anything and everything in the world of comic book news. And that's all there is to it. Now, before we end this night off, let's go into our superhero quote of the day. And this one is from the Batman himself from The Dark Knight Rises. A hero can be anyone, even a man doing something as simple and assuring as putting a coat around a little boy's shoulders to let him know that the world hadn't ended. My reaction to that is, how the fuck did Christian Bale was able to maintain that uh, hockey pads voice throughout the entirety of three films? Hmm. It's probably another reason why he didn't want to do it anymore. But yes... You can be a hero, even doing something kind and good to someone. That's all it is. Do something kind, because it makes you feel good. It makes you feel good. It makes them feel good. We're all heroes in some capacity. We're all heroes in some way. So, let's do what we can. Have a great weekend. Tune in for Monday night where we will do another deep dive episode. I wouldn't say a deep dive, but another episode analysis on episode 3 of WandaVision because I decided that I'm going to do this on a weekly basis and other comic book news, games, shows, whatever the case may be and the hilarious happenings of this world. And always remember, if you hear about it and you read about it, I talk about it, controversial or otherwise. Stay safe. Till next time, I'm done, I'm through. Peace out.